the Convention Collective Sandbox at WonderCon Anaheim 2019. This is Sam. I'm here with Lisa Hawkins, the editor of Punk Mambo, uh, which I've reviewed recently and I loved. So I'm really excited to <laughs> talk with Lisa more about the comic and working with um, Cullen. So I've never interviewed an editor before. So this is super exciting for me because I feel like, you know, your perspective on the creative process and what goes into graphic novels is just wildly different than <laughs> the creators themselves. So can you talk me to me a little bit about what it's like specifically working on this project and what attracted you to Punk Labo? Sure. Um, sure, sure, sure. I just lucked out. Uh, when the, the day I started working for Valiant, they said, well, we're going to give you these titles to, to up and run with. And, and um, the titles were, I hate to say, but almost throwaway. You know, Punk Mambo has never had a series of her own. And and I don't know that they invested too much in it or me doing it, you know. So they gave me a lot of room, which was wonderful. Um, I love... I love, I like voodoo. I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of voodoo. I'm a big fan of punks. So it's to me a natural progression. I, this is wonderful. Um, I love New Orleans. I, I, I have a passion for it all. I found Colin because I started reading some horror novels or some horror comic books. And, and I said, I think this guy's got a good feel for it. And I reached out to him and I was just so excited when he said yes. And then finding Adam was like, you know, the, you know, the, the, the cherry on the cake. It was just perfect um, and, and they were so enthused about it and it comes through on every page I um, the project and then getting Dan Brereton to do the covers was like oh you know I love Dan I've work, I worked with him years ago so to, ha to have him back in the fold was just like so perfect and it was wonderful because nobody paid attention to me there was nobody saying oh no you can't do this and so I kind of scrolled off on my own and I created this and then it sort of blew up and, and everybody got excited about it that's awesome and it's wonderful because yeah. you know it's like nobody micromanaged me I was a, an island unto myself for punk and, and it's really it's really just blossoming into something very exciting people seem to be you know really receptive to it yeah I think it's it's my favorite project of Colin so far that I've read I think you know and if you like the first issue yeah it just gets better <laughs> it just gets better um, and, and I feel as an editor very excited and fulfilled because I'm giving somebody a satisfactory read you know they're not going to be disappointed if you pick up the first issue you're going to want to pick up the second and at the end of the fifth you're going to be like I didn't waste my time I, I went for this ride and it was really really fun yeah so obviously there's a lot of back and forth in graphic novels it's a highly collaborative process mm -hmm. and I'm sure every book is different in terms of the team and just what the, that dynamic is like so for Punk Mambo because it kind of you know you reached out to Cullen um, and it kind of started in, in your head a little bit more than his maybe like what's that back and forth like when he sends pages to you uh, like what kinds of communication do you have how much feedback do you get back into the story the most the most um, what's the word I'm looking for the, the most collaboration begins in the very beginning okay. when, when he's giving me the outline that's when we're going back and forth I'm saying okay this is this is needs a little bit more juice in this issue 
issue. This doesn't, you know, need as much. And by the time, you know, Cohen is such a professional, I, I didn't need to do too much because I was very excited with what he was giving to me. You know, I think the biggest contribution that I did was, well, I did, actually, that's not true. I did a lot of contributions. But I didn't want to stay in New Orleans. You know, we have another character named Shadow Man who's based in New Orleans. And I wanted her to really get out of his shadow. You know, I wanted her to shine on her own, which is why there's no other valiant characters in this. It's just her story. Um, so to take her out of New Orleans and put her in Haiti, not only is that like the center of voodoo, um, but it's also, it also puts her in a place where she's diametrically opposed because she's a white voodoo practitioner, a white mambo, and she's, in a, you know, she's, she's automatically um, on the defensive or you know there's there's you know she's she's you know it's very it's a very black practice and it's a, it's a black um, religion you know so it, it's 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 fun to see her in that interact in that um, and what she's going to learn and grow from that which is, is is very important to the story punk grows by the end she's she's got a growth she's got an arc um, and it's really cool uh, can you but, but my but, but to answer your original yeah. question, I'm sorry I'm going to circle right back um, but you know the most work we did was in the very beginning in the outline Colin you know other than him you know coming through and he's like he'll give me a couple of scripts and I'll be like okay this needs a little bit more you know more action here or at the end I said no this wasn't quite clear we didn't give enough bang for our buck with the people we need to go back in there and give them a little bit more you know but I'm talking minor minor stuff because okay. he's so wonderful love working with him did you ever feel um do you have, would you say you have more or less, I guess, contribution and back and forth with the artists in terms of what the character design sort of brings to Punk's, Punk visually and, and what, the, like, her visual look lends to the story? Um, where, do you ever have a, a copious amount of notes, like, for the artists in terms of just representing your vision in no, a different not way? not really, not really. Well, I mean, I kind of feel like as an, as an editor, my job is to pick the right team. Yeah. And if I pick the right team. My work is pretty easy because they do all the work. Um, no, Adam has been amazing, amazing. His excitement is palpable. You know, I mean, you can feel it in the pages. Um, so no, I, I don't. I don't. Very rarely do I have to go back to him and say, "Well, we need to tweak this bandage or, or this isn't quite, you know, clear enough." It, it just doesn't happen because I've lucked out. Um, other other titles aren't so aren't so easy, but this is what happens to me. I feel like Punk Mambo is being presented at kind of the ideal moment in a way. Like the the world is kind of ripe for the story about about a, a white Mambo going into this place where she wouldn't normally be welcomed and finding her place. In that world. Right. So, what what kind of set the stage to allow Punk Mambo to happen now? Well, I think it just sort of lucked out. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I feel like, you know, I started and they said, well, we need to give her some title. You know, there's never been a Punk Mambo series, we'll let her have that. Uh -huh. um, and it's really kismet for me because there is such an opening right now. There isn't anything that's really horror, you know, comedy slash comedy yeah. comics out there. So 
so yeah, I, I, I mean, I think that she's she's in a great place to take off. You know, people pick up the comic. I think it'll be successful. I know that that a lot of um, punk you know, websites are promoting this comic as well. And it's, you know, punks they might not have picked up a comic since Watchmen. You know, but but now it's like here here's an opening for for them as well. As as for the the horror comics, you don't have to just be into supernatural or superhero comics. You know, to to enjoy this. No, that's great. I I really enjoy the the monsters as as well that that are coming into play, and just the the mystical elements are really interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, were there any particular products that are like rooted in in New Orleans specifically? Because you know, the paranormal scene in New Orleans is such such kind of a oh yeah, well, area. well that that whole beginning, the Grunge Road, everything. Yeah. That I mean, that is a local folklore mm-hmm. in, in New Orleans. Everything Cullen does is is you know spot on. My my um. My, I, I contributed by bringing in like the Voodoo Pantheon. I wanted to really play up the Voodoo Pantheon and um, Bamam Baguette, which is one of which is the white Voodoo um, you know, Loa. Well, of course, and, and she smokes and she drinks and she's very much like Punk Mambo. Yeah. So of course she's the one that's going to have the, the most interest in punk. Um, we, you know, you saw the monster in the first one, but that's not even the big bad. When you when you meet our big villain is he scary oh my goodness he's very scary and he's handsome too <laughs> yeah. that's a dangerous combination uh, isn't it though isn't it though but he gives punk a run for her money I'm not going to say how because that's spoilers but but he does give her a run for the money are there any elements of voodoo culture or anything that you wanted to bring into punk mambo that Absolutely. you haven't been able to yet uh, well I, okay the main thing I wanted to, to get across um, is punk Punk Mambo totally misuses magic and and, and voodoo. Um, For a voodoo practitioner, the loas ride their hosts, meaning that if you want magic from, you know, a loa, you have to allow them to come into you, ride your body, and you get the magic from them. Punk is always a rebel and she does it the exact opposite way you know she rides the loa she forces the loa into service which is the exact opposite of what is all about so that's the major tagline throughout it you know and that's what she'll have to come to grips with so there, there isn't anything um, maybe uh, any other additional pieces of folklore or anything from from food culture that you oh, yeah. haven't been able oh, to bring in yet oh no no it'll, it'll be there I yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, for sure. For sure. <laughs> Keep reading it. You'll see more. You'll see more. <laughs> okay. Um, Erda, do you have any kind of final thoughts on, on where Punk Mambo is, is headed or anything you're particularly excited about surrounding the release of Well, I'm really thrilled about the response I've been getting. Everybody who picks it up is really excited about it, which, which makes me excited about it. And the creators are all thrilled about it. I love my shirt. Yeah, for it's a great shirt. shirt. I love that. You know, I'm just I'm 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 just overwhelmed by the love that I'm getting from everybody else because I knew it was a good product, but I'm so I'm validated to see other people are enjoying it as well. And if the numbers stay up and 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 the sales, like I said, if the sales stay, stay where they are, we'll have another series. You know, which is the goal. Yeah, and I, I do feel like now is because comics are are kind of growing 
steadily and you have more people from different backgrounds and different interest groups coming into graphic novels I think it's a great time to have a product like this that is kind of unique yeah. in a lot of ways yeah. I think a lot of people really dig it absolutely it's yeah. a great place for anybody who's never even picked up comics yeah. to pick up a comic and read it and understand it and enjoy it um, so yeah it's, it's, it's pretty fun <laughs> it's a pretty fun and she's a great character and you know and she doesn't care what you think about her which is refreshing to have you know to have a character that's well whatever sod off I don't care about you <laughs> but she's always even though she'll say that and she's gruff she's still a hero and she's going to say the day at the end of the day awesome well thank you so much for taking time out to talk to me no thank you Sam <laughs> appreciate it